to the Dirty Moms Talk podcast, and we're your hosts, Brittany, mom of seven, creator of the Deliberate Day Journal, Tiffany, mom of five, author of DoraJane.com. Motherhood is overwhelming. It's always pushing you to do more and be more 24 hours a day. But here's the thing. You are the best mom for your kids. And no one on this earth is more perfectly created and qualified than you. If you are looking for honest answers to your real questions about motherhood, you've found your people. We're here to commiserate, to encourage, and empower real moms in the chaos of motherhood. And give you real solutions that get you one step closer to the motherhood you want. Okay, we're back again and we've got some new questions for you. What do you do when kids forget things and don't show responsibility? Throw things. <laughs> Yell and scream really and throw bad. things. Yep. No, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I feel like this is a really good question because if there is anything that is likely to happen, I feel like kids are going to forget things and not show responsibility. I think that's just a natural thing that you need to kind of accept as being a part of raising kids is that kids forget things all the time. They need to be reminded. My mom would say 70 times 7. She would say that about having to forgive somebody, and she would say that about having to remind kids of things. And when you go into that, there are some children who are are going to play that card purposely, and there are some children who are going to just naturally be more forgetful. I have a kid who's just constantly in their own world, and I mean never remembers anything and is just never really (laughs) completely with us, always in some kind of imagination land. I can understand that I forget things as an adult constantly. And it's, I think it's important to recognize that your kids are human and they're still learning. They're still growing. A certain amount of reminding is just fine. And kind of knowing and learning their personalities, like Tiffany said, being a teacher or um, a student of your children helps in knowing where they're kind of crossing that line or where they're just pushing a boundary and where they're just dancing all over because they don't even see the line in the ground, you know? And you can have standards about both, and you can hold your kids to that. Well, and I think uh, it's also really important, once you are a student of your children, right, and you know which child is most likely to forget things, you can start to employ certain strategies with that particular child, such as if you're asking a child to, say, take out the recycling, and this is a child who most likely will not do it later, it's okay to ask that child to do it right now. You may want to pick, you know, pick your moment. Don't walk up to the outside of the bathroom door and be like, I need you to take the recycling out right now. But if you notice that child, like maybe right when they've walked in from school and they have just set their stuff down, their hands are free, they're not doing anything else. Hey, I know you'll forget. You won't do it later. I would like you to take that out right now before you forget. So those are some things that we can do. Same thing as an adult. I know if I don't handle something right now, it won't get done. So that's just another strategy that you can teach a child that will help them when they're an adult, especially if it's a child who forgets. Absolutely. 
I have no hard and fast rule for reminding. You know, I'm, I'm only going to remind you three times or I will never remind you. Typically, I'll try to help remind kids of certain things. But after a certain point, I don't continue to remind them. I allow the natural consequences that are coming next to take place because I think that that's a really important lesson. And I'm not going to be there to remind them forever. So if I, if I notice it, hey, don't forget the recycling needs to go out today. And then I let it go. I don't hound my kids. I don't micromanage my kids. I think that that causes a lot of stress. I don't think that that builds responsibility. And I haven't found that to be beneficial in any way in raising our kids in the last 14 years. So for me, I will remind occasionally or as I notice it. But for the most part, I do allow kind of those natural consequences of them not showing that responsibility or not completing that task or that chore to take place. And sometimes that that actually means that it burns me or sometimes the rest of the family. And that is, it is a frustration. It is an annoyance. But it's also a really good lesson because when kids are accountable to more than just themselves and they can see that their actions affect more than themselves and that they have consequences that reach out farther than themselves. It's a powerful lesson. And parenthood is amazing and that we have a lot of these powerful lessons that happen naturally. Or we can almost um, not fabricate them, but, but they're kind of coming up and we can kind of scoop them up and hone them into a beautiful lesson, you know? I, I remember a friend we were walking <laughs> At a park, and her child kept going far in front of her. It was me. I was <laughs> the did. friend. Her daughter kept running far in front of her, far in front of her. And then we, as we were walking with all the other kids who stayed with us, a beautiful dog came by, and everybody started petting the dog. And her daughter came running up after the dog had left, and she wanted her mom to take her to go to the dog. And Tiff said, no, I'm sorry. You you ran ahead. You made a choice to separate yourself from the group. The group got to pet the dog and enjoy the dog, and you did not because you made a different choice. That was a natural consequence that was so beautifully wrapped up. She could have taken her up to see the dog. She could have just ignored it and been like, oh, well, not today. But she kind of wrapped that up with a pretty little bow and use that. That's a parenting win right there. Man, if you have been momming for any amount of time, like you begin to appreciate those moments for what they are because that's a unicorn right there. That is a unicorn, yeah. That, that does not happen all the time. But I really like what you're talking about with the natural consequences because that leads into our next question quite well. Are you finding that with your kids, you rely on natural consequences whenever you can? Would you prefer to rely on natural consequences or is it necessary to look for other consequences outside of natural consequences constantly in order to teach the lesson? Which really, that's what we're trying to do is just teach Adulting, you know, we're, right. we're trying to raise adults. We're trying to teach lessons that create kids who are adults one day who are kind and respectful and care about other humans around them. Yes. I definitely let natural consequences take place as often as possible. I think those are some of the best lessons we learn. In addition to that, you know, natural consequences take place in the moment we just suggested, but also when you have kids who go to school and you say, hey, don't forget to grab your lunchbox in the morning. Well, you know what? If they don't grab their lunchbox, you have a choice then to accept that as a natural consequence or to bring their lunch back up to the school. And you have to kind of decide what decision here do I want to make? Do I want to take this natural consequence and say, I'm sorry, you forgot your lunch, so you can order food in the cafeteria. And then you have other natural consequences too, like I talked about before. 
I do give my kids a lot of responsibility. We try to take an outing as a family a couple times a month, and I give each of my kids responsibilities as to what to pack in the car or what to make sure they take with us so that the burden is not always... I, I don't think it's good for your kids to see that the entire brunt of every family's enjoyment and activity and everything falls on the mother's responsibility. It is just a recipe for burnout. It's an unrealistic expectation for your boys when they get married, and it's an unrealistic expectation for your daughters to suddenly have to take all of that on and feel like that's completely their responsibility. You have capable people in your house, your husband, your children. These are all capable people. Just because they don't do it exactly the way you want to or because they forget things doesn't make them incapable. So when we give our kids things to do, somebody's in charge of grabbing water, somebody's in charge of grabbing snacks, you know, somebody's sometimes in charge of grabbing jackets. And we've definitely had family outings that haven't been ruined but have been altered quite a bit by the fact that somebody has forgotten something or not followed through. And Brandon and I don't really appreciate making people feel guilt. Um, I, I haven't found that it served me very well in my life or that it, it serves us in raising our children. And I've also found with natural consequences, people feel that almost always without having to pour on that heavy guilt, right? So when we're out and about and I say, oh, okay, go grab the waters and some child goes, I didn't, I didn't pack them. I say, okay, you know, um, we forgot the waters today, so we won't have any waters with us, but that's all right. We can still have fun. And that natural consequence kind of plays out and that child feels, oh, okay, like I let down more than just myself here. Next time I want to make sure I grab those waters. You're going to have some kids who maybe don't feel very sorry when they forget things or don't do things. Those children, we pay attention to how our children respond and how these opportunities for learning and growth shape their next actions. You know, are they sorry when they forget something? Do they get mad and they don't care? Is that just them being ugly because they're embarrassed or something? You know, we're, we're constantly trying to be students of our children so that we can help raise good, kind, responsible, respectful adults, right? So perhaps you have a child who the natural consequence doesn't really hit home. It doesn't really make a difference to them. Those are the moments where we would generally step in as parents and create a, a fine line, a boundary, and say, okay, you forgot it this time. That's no problem. Next time, if you forget it, this is the consequence for that. I think that's reasonable. With my kids, especially the older ones, it's a lot more about kind of getting things done or being responsible with your time. And that really is more of a natural consequence, I mm -hmm. guess. If you don't get this thing done, then you can't go do this fun thing. Yes. And for me, I really, really like to say yes. I do. That's just who I am. If my kids ask for something, if if it's at all within my power and reasonable to say yes, which sometimes I want to say yes to things that are completely unreasonable, and I'm very thankful I have my husband <laughs> to help me think those things through because he does. Um, but but really, and Brittany, I think you do too. Like we really want to tell our kids yes. For the most part, we mm -hmm. we want them to have fun and experience things and do these things. But I think also it's a good message that you have to take care of business first. Mm -hmm. You know. It's good to go on a fun family outing, but it's also important that we know that part of our responsibility is making sure that the family is taken care of. Yes. 
just like Tiffany said, I do really like saying yes to my kids. Like she said, I, I love seeing their faces light up. I love being able to say, yes, we're going to go do that. Yes, we can get that. Yes, we can go here. Yes, you can go outside and play with your friends. But the other side of that too is that it can also be really tempting for us to feel mom guilt when our kids don't do what they're supposed to do, when they don't follow through with their responsibilities. And it's really tempting. It's really, really hard for me not to, to give in constantly and be like, oh, well, let me make these excuses for why you didn't. Let me make these excuses for how you couldn't. Let me make these excuses for this is just a special occasion. And as much as I'm prone to that, I have found that that serves us the least because I don't find that it does good for us or for them. So we've started really making firmer boundaries and then that way we're standing behind that boundary and not standing behind our guilt trying to decide what the right question is. So when you start to feel guilt when you say, I need you to grab your jacket before you go to school and they don't grab their jacket, then you're okay if you let that natural consequence happen that day. If this is a child who struggles all the time and always forgets their jacket, then you know, you've know you got a kind of a different story, but creating those firm boundaries can help you from feeling that mom guilt that encourages you to skip over those natural consequences that could be used and basically teach your children that there aren't consequences that come from these actions. I would add that if your child does forget their jacket for school, Make sure to email the teacher and let them know that you're teaching a lesson so that when your child, not saying this happened before, <laughs> goes to school and tells their teacher when she asks them, my mom wouldn't let me wear a jacket today, oh, then yeah. the teacher knows that that is not, in fact, the problem. Mm -hmm. I realize that's oddly specific, but it may happen to you. <laughs> But I do agree, Brittany. I think, again, it's about being a student of our kids and also towing the line. And I, we have talked to each other several times about, gosh, why can't these kids just make all the right decisions? Mm -hmm. Because it would be so much easier to be a mom. Why can't they just do what they're told to do or what they're supposed to do? Then... I wouldn't have to hound them or I wouldn't have to take care of this or I wouldn't have to take this away. Honestly, it breaks my heart when I have to say, okay, you've lost this privilege. You you can't go to the birthday party tomorrow. You can't have this thing. You can't order this thing. You can't play this thing. You know, you can't participate in this thing. It does. It breaks my heart. It oftentimes probably makes me more sad than it makes them sad, which is really hard not to have that be a leading factor in me, like I said, making those excuses for them. But even a good excuse is still an excuse. Amen. Yes. So in short, when your kids aren't showing responsibility, you can take some time to remind them. But natural consequences are a really good teacher. And where you're finding that natural consequences aren't connecting with that child, really consider setting some solid boundaries as parents and then standing behind them firm. Community is vital in motherhood, so come connect with us on Instagram. You can find our handles in the show notes and go visit DeliberateDayJournal.com to find some free resources to start changing your motherhood today. Before you go, though, hit subscribe and give us a rating. Ratings will help us build a community where mothers feel seen, encouraged, and empowered. And here's the thing. We can share our wisdom. We can share our ideas, but we're not experts, and we have a lot to learn still, too. We would love to hear your thoughts and hear any ideas that you might have to add. 